Cisco Live US 2018 Recap, Episode 31. Welcome back, my friends, nerds, geeks, and ziglets out there. We have another episode of the ZigBits Network Design Podcast, where zigabytes are faster than gigabytes. As always, our goal is to provide you with real-world context around technology. I'm Michael Ziga, also known as Zig in this community, and I am your host. Today's show is all about Cisco Live US 2018. It's a recap of my experience this past uh, a couple weeks ago at, at Cisco Live US 2018 in Orlando, Florida. So we're just going to kick it right off, all right? Um, so from my perspective, I never thought I was going to make it to Cisco Live US 2018 um, because my airplane didn't wasn't going to take off. Um Started off the day getting on the plane and staying on the plane for quite a while um, with on the tarmac, unable to do anything else, um, such as life, right? And I'm pretty sure I exponentially made that a little worse because I was really excited to be at Cisco Live. Um, I really wanted to get there, and I had decided to go um, to travel on Sunday versus traveling on Saturday or Friday beforehand, which I normally travel on Friday or Saturday. But we had some uh, family events happening and I wanted to be home for those family events. So I was traveling on Sunday in the afternoon um, or late morning, early afternoon. And uh, the so I was a little, um, what's the word? Uh, fear of missing out. I was missing out on some stuff that I wanted to do or be a part of. Um, so FOMO, I think is what it's called. And uh I was missing out on, on, you know, some of the events already happening at Cisco Live on Sunday. Um, but I eventually did make it there. Um, I, I did take a picture of myself on the plane with a smile or an attempt to smile. It'll be in the show notes so everyone can see my, my lovely face and the double chins because it's not the best picture of me. But it'll be there so you can all see and live the story as I explain it here. Um, so there, there's that, right? So eventually the plane did take off, um, but it was a, at least an hour and a half later than it should have been. Um, and we did get into, I did get into to Cisco, or I did get into Orlando eventually, um, but it was late uh, afternoon on a Sunday night or Sunday afternoon. Um, and it was more about, I think it was around 6 p.m. And actually, that's when the uh, the Cisco Live tweet up was happening. And um, I missed it. And I was pretty bummed about it. I wanted to be there. Uh, we got in a little bit before 6 in Orlando. Um, I wasn't going to make it down to down to the convention center by, by the time. Um, and uh, I just decided to go to the room and uh, check in and drop my stuff off and then find some, some friends to go get some dinner. So um, kind of good experience here uh, or good experience. Wow. I'm having a rough day today. I think it's the heat. I blame the heat. Um, it's pretty hot here, uh, this weekend. I think it's a uh, hundred or 105 degrees. So it's pretty warm, no AC. Uh, so I think I'm just going to blame all my mistakes today to the heat. Um, but, uh, so Sunday night I was able to hang out with my CCIE route and switch study group friends, um, more like brothers to me at this point than anything else. Um, there are still, um, we don't really study together anymore. Um, we do bounce some ideas off of each other occasionally or questions or, Hey, how does this work? Because we don't remember. Um, but honestly, we still talk every day, um, more, most of the time, it's more personal, um, our personal lives and whatnot, but we still talk every day, every other day. Uh, we're still really good friends. Um, and I know I've, I've articulated this 
and, and podcasted about it in the past that, uh, you know, I feel like we're, we're brothers and uh, uh, we, we did a, a journey together, an adventure together um, that was impacting us all, all of our lives. And uh, honestly, the journey that we started together is still going on, in my opinion. So, um, but we were fortunate enough to have a good number of us there this year again. Um, so that that first Sunday night, we were able to go out, get some dinner. Um, I think I have a picture of it and I'll put it in the show notes um, of the four of us that were there. Um, and it was, a, it was just a good night to get some dinner and hang out, have a few drinks, uh, listen to music. Uh, it was not not a bad thing. Now, um, I don't know if if everyone has listened to the the recaps of Cisco Live in the past. I've done it every every year for the last three or four years now. Um, but uh, almost every year we have some of our wives at Cisco Live, and um, they they kind of. They kind of hang out and they know each other now as well. So they they kind of partake in the social events. They kind of partake in um, you know just hanging out with uh, the other wives that are there and really just get to know each other and have a good time as well. So now Vegas is a different venue than than Orlando. And Orlando uh, doesn't have the nightlife scene. Not you know things close by midnight or eleven. Um, so maybe something's open till one. Not that we're all going to be out till one or two, but um, it just gives you the option to hang out and do some more. Um, kind of having some good fun or what, what what you want to kind of do um, in an event like this. You know, we don't get to see each other that often. Um, this is the one week a year that I think most of us look forward to. Uh, summer camp for nerds is what a lot of us started calling it. And that's what it is. You know, we're all nerds. Um, we're not going to go crazy and, and <laughs> go crazy and do something um, uh, life um not the right thing to talk about, probably, but we're not going to do something dumb, but we are going to do something that's nerdy and, and, and funny. So, I mean, um, as I get down to the notes I have here, there's, you know, there's been known to have some network nirvana moments or um, uh, just just writing on napkins. You know, we might be drinking, but we're, we're doing some technical stuff as well because that's who we are. We're nerds and we're always going to be nerds. So um, it is what it is. But um, I, I'm going to ducktail and on the, I'm going to continue to be on my soapbox for a minute and then I'll jump off. But um, I cannot emphasize how such a bond like the one that we have, this group of us has, has is formed. Um, I mean, you're, 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 you're partnering up on a journey, on an adventure. Um, it doesn't have to be certification-based. In our experience, in our situation, it happened to be a CCIE, um, and specifically the route and switch CCIE. Um, small group of friends, small group of people, maybe not friends at first, um, really partnering up and going down the journey. Um, all of us motivated, all of us driven, um, and all of us willing to help each other learn something every step of the way. And um, that bond has formed this this really long-term relationship. And, and our, our initial journey might be over, right? We're all CCIEs um, and we're all friends still, but our, our careers and our personal lives are still journeys that we still kind of share on a daily basis. So it's really great to kind of see where we're all at. And furthermore, most of us work at Cisco now, so it's quite a, a turnaround. So if you reflect on the whole story, and now most of us work at Cisco, so it's quite interesting to see how um, years and years ago none of us did, and now um, the majority of us do. So, and if you want to follow our hashtags um, or our group, it's uh, we call ourselves the CCI Cool Cats. Cool and cats is spelled with a K. That'll be in the show notes. And our hashtag whenever we do something fun or funky, because that's who we are, it's a hashtag CCI Cool Cats. Again, that was a K. Cool and cats with a K. Um, in the show notes, when I I, I will uh, have a 
picture of us eating dinner or getting ready to eat dinner. It was like right when we met that night. Um, and you'll see uh, Steven and myself both have the same shirt. We did not plan this. This was not an, a planned shirt event. This was a, I put on a Cisco shirt and he put on a Cisco shirt and we showed up and we were both wearing the same Cisco shirt. So um, feel free to give us... Um, Give us a hard time about it. We did not plan it. It was quite funny. Um, but it's such the life of the nerds at Summer Camp for Nerds. That, that is really what it is. We're just nerds, and it's such such is the life. So um, so moving on, um, the, that was kind of Sunday. Um, actually, one last topic on Sunday is uh, I think I've talked about it before at Vegas and, and other Cisco Lives. But for the most part, we like to get uh, midnight pizza at least once the entire week that they're there. Um, and Vegas makes it really easy because there's a midnight pizza place. Um, we Well, we call it midnight pizza. I don't know if it's actually called midnight pizza. We call it midnight pizza. So it's our term. Um, but it's a pizza place that's open past midnight. And it doesn't have a name. It's a hidden place. Um in one of the, the hotels, uh, casinos, whatever they're called, resorts at, uh, in Vegas. Well, every, every, the last couple of years, it's been really easy for us to go and get some pizza. You know, it might be 12, it might be 11 p.m., it might be 1 a.m., whatever we're doing. We might go get over there, get some pizza, have a good time. Um, there's no drinks there. It's really just getting pizza. So, um, but that, that, it's been a, a common thing. So this year, we were out having a good time, getting, uh, some food and, um, for dinner at first. And then it was like, you know, 12 or 12 30 and we're like hey let's get some pizza well the place we were at didn't have pizza so um funny story i'm not really sure who ordered it or who asked um but one of us uh and it might have been one of the wives it was there um but uh one of us asked the restaurant um or bar wherever we were the the place that had the music um if we could order pizza and have it delivered and they they obviously didn't have an issue with it because we went ahead and ordered dominoes had it delivered and ate two large domino pizzas um, uh, in front of everyone that was there. It was quite funny. Um, everyone's staring at you because they want some pizza too. They didn't realize you could do that. I didn't realize you could do it either. So um, that's that's kind of the, the, that's the crazy stuff that we do. So it's not like crazy, crazy. It's like, hey, this is what we do. We ordered pizza at a, at a bar or at a, at a restaurant. So go figure. Um, so that's Sunday, uh, going into kind of Monday, right? So Monday kicked off. We had a keynote. We had a few other things. And I, I'll list off the, some of the comments about the keynotes at the end of the episode um, and technical session. So I'm going to highlight some of the stuff that that maybe is more important um, near the beginning of the podcast today. And then near the end, I will highlight some of the top sessions that I think that um, make sense for people to, to follow or to go and download or, or watch streaming it or download the, the you know, the session, uh, the PowerPoint presentation or the PDF version. Um, there are a few and there's a few buckets that, that fits in, but I'm not going to go day by day and list off every session I went to here. I'm just going to kind of highlight the sessions I think that you should go to if you're following a certain thing, if you're focused on a certain thing, a certain goal, certain destination in mind. Um, so with all that said, I'll follow at the end and I'm going to move on. Um, so the first day, um, Cisco Live, a lot of things happening in the first day. Lots of running around. I decided to wear a suit in Orlando's humid heat, which may not have been the best bet, um, honestly. I wore a suit all day and I wore a suit the second day too. So uh, lessons might be learned there on wearing a suit at Cisco Live the first and second day. At least in Orlando, um, it was it was quite quite humid and quite hot both those days. And I, I sweat like a pig. So And um, Maybe some of you do too, but man, I sweat like crazy. So lots of deodorant was uh, was uh, worn and reworn and constantly put back on all the time at Cisco Live this year, for me at least. Um, 
So the big thing on uh, uh, from a social perspective on uh, Monday was the Worldwide Technology or WWT Party. And if you haven't been to Cisco Live in the past, the last few years, the WWT Party has been the most sought out sought after sought out party other than the cci party and the cae and in some cases it's actually more uh it was actually in the middle of the two years ago so it definitely is something that that people look to go do be a part of attend um you have to register ahead of time um and you have to get approved to get registered or whatever there's a process on the wwt side i'm sure um but every year we get the announcement we register kind of early the group of us that go to it uh, there's a lot of people that go to it so um and we get to go now i would say that last year's wwt party was by far one of the most epic WWT parties ever. Probably one of the best parties in general at a Cisco Live. Um, and, and maybe not everyone has the same view, right? But that definitely was an awesome party last year in Vegas. Um, and I, I, you know, this year, um, I think it would have been better. Um, but I think that the rain uh, that did happen and it was a it, rain will be a common theme in, in, uh, in Orlando here as I go through this. So keep that in mind, rain and pouring of rain will be a common thing throughout the entire week. But um, I really think that they, they expected to have a lot of more people this year. They have a lot more space at the party this year. Um, and, and I think the venue was great. Um, now, if the rain hadn't, hadn't happened, I think that there would have been the party. So I'm stumbling over my thoughts here. Um, the band that they had performing did a great job, um, but the band was supposed to be outside, but because of the rain, they brought the band inside. So it kind of made it a lot smaller of a, a venue. They had an, they had a whole kind of like basement area of um, one of the hotels reserved off, and they had, um, you know, all you could drink beer and um, uh, wine, um, no liquor, all you could drink beer and wine, water, soda, all that kind of stuff from a drinking perspective. Um, they had food, they had hot dogs um, and pretzel bites. And I like pretzel bites. I'm a big fan of pretzel bites. Um, so that that was, uh, from a, from my perspective, that was okay. Um, they had some desserts later on. I don't know what they were because I didn't have any. Um, but from a, a venue and what they had from an entertainment perspective, they had the band that was doing 90s music again this year, which I thought was great. Um, just the same thing they did last year as well. Um, what else did they do? Um, they had uh, like carnival games. Um, and I'm thinking like, and maybe that's the wrong terminology, but to me, that's what comes to mind is carnival games. So they had like the balloons and you have to, sh uh, throw the darts at the balloons. They had this, um, um, catapulting the, the frog into a bin. Uh, they had throw the, um, t uh, table tennis ball in the bottles or cups. Um, I don't know what else. they had basketball. Um, they had a number of things. You don't win anything. Um, it was more of a fun thing to do and it's free. Everything was free. So it wasn't like you had to pay for anything, but it was more just to have fun. Um, and that was inside. And then going outside, they just had a lot of tables and a huge fire. Um, and then they had like an actual dance floor for people to dance. Again, if the band had been outside, I think it would have been amazing for people to dance. Um, now, um, one of the things that for me, and hopefully a lot of you guys in, and ladies out there, men and ladies that, are, that listen to the podcast understand this because I, I've said it multiple times, but if you haven't, you know, take it in and learn this, but I am an introvert and you might not think that by doing the podcast, um, but I am, I'm, I'm a, a, a pretty big introvert um, and 
a lot of social interaction and social um, responsibilities that do come up uh, really drain me. So I, I actually got to the WWE party a little early um, on uh, Monday, and I was drained. I, I was I was done. Um, and you think of me. This is how I like people to understand. I needed to recharge. Um, I, I really needed to recharge bad. And so if anyone knew me at the time they, and they came up to me, I probably was shunning people um, just because my personality was like, I'm done. So think of me, picture this, because again, we're on a podcast and there's no video. Picture me in a corner at the WD party uh, at a table by myself standing. There was no sitting tables inside. So I'm standing at the table. I got a, a plate full of pretzel bites and a ton of water. And I'm just kind of off in my own little corner uh, recharging for about 30 minutes. So that's that's legit what I was doing um, for about thirty or or maybe even forty minutes. So, um, but again, I, I needed that recharge, and then afterwards I was good to go for the rest of the night. But again, as an introvert, you have to embrace who you are, and you have to be okay with needing what you need, uh, and then letting other people know that you need that. So, and and while I may not have done that last part, I might not have let the people that were trying to talk to me know that hey, I needed recharge at the moment. Um, I, I will go back and let them know I have started to. So yeah, I wasn't trying to be rude by no means, but you know, as introverts, we definitely need to recharge. Um, yeah, so I think WWT expected a lot more people to be at the party this year, and and just generally because of the rain and having to move the band inside, I think it wasn't as spectacular as years before. Uh, I still think it was a great party, though. Um, and and I, every year I'll be looking to go to it um, if I'm allowed to go to Cisco Live and I'm allowed to go to that party. Um, it was a lot of fun with friends, hanging out, doing some clowny, <laughs> clown, not clown, uh, circuits, carnivals type games and, and getting some food and having a couple uh, drinks, you know, beer, water, whatever, um, and then heading out for the night. It was pretty good. So um, the next thing that I'm going to talk about is, um, is the force strong with you? Is the force strong with you? Yes, I asked that question, right? So the CCI party. So uh, Tuesday night was the CCI party. So everyone that was a CCIE or a CCDE or a CCAR, there's only 10 in the world, um, were allowed to go to the CCI party um, and you could bring one guest. Um, so this year's theme was the Star Wars themed party. Thus, the question is... Um, is the force strong with you, right? Um, so they really did a great job this year with the CCI party. I would say that I was a little... Um, I felt a little mismarketed, mismarketing happened. And I talked to a few people about this too, that they thought it was going to be something else and it was actually what it was. So I'll explain what I'm trying to say. So most of us or general, general population of people going to the CCI party got the invite. And I think we read it kind of quick and we, a lot of us read it really quick, I guess, and thought it was going to be at the world showcase in Epcot. So Epcot's a theme park and the World Showcase is where they have all the different countries around like the the water there. Um, and I'm probably misterminating all this. So, you know, I'm not a big, I don't know all the right terms for Disney and Epcot and all that. So just, you know, whatever. Correct me if I'm wrong, by all means. Um, so we thought we we're going to be walking around from like, you know, the little countries being able to do what we wanted to kind of to do. Um, well, in fact, it was the Epcot World Showplace. So Epcot World Showplace, not showcase, showplace. So I hi I'm going to highlight that in my show notes. But um, so we were quite 
quite shocked initially. No one really knew what was going to happen. We get there, and it's um, we understood the mistake once we got there, right? And I looked at the invite and saw that it was had show place, not showcase. Um, but once we got there, we brought in Star Wars themed everywhere. Um, you got stormtroopers, you, you got Chewbacca, you got light side, dark side, um, you got everyone you could think of for the most part there. Um, and, and it was really a great atmosphere. Um, it was one huge room for the most part where surprisingly most of us, I think all of us fit in there. It was a little crowded at, at one point, but, um, there's a lot of people that are there for, you know, that are CCIEs. So, or CCDEs or CCARs. I mean, the room was pretty full and there's not a lot of places to sit. So that's one thing I'd probably ask or, or say in the future comment that there wasn't a lot of places to be able to sit. I mean, we're all walking around all day, um, going from session to session to session to keynote to session to, you know, social hub to this to that. And it would just have been nice to have enough seating um, there this year uh, compared to what was there. So other than the seating, I mean, everything else I think was great. It felt a little stuffy at one point, but I mean, the food was amazing. Probably the best food the entire week at a social event like this. Um, and they made it a lot of fun. You know, it's a three-hour three hour party. Um, they had a lot of different Star Wars-themed events, uh, kind of almost like a play. I'll take, I took, uh, my wife took some pictures, so I'll put them in the show notes. Um, they had a Star Wars trivia um, where I think uh, uh, Tom won the trivia, uh, uh, Tom Hollandsworth. Um, and so to- Tom's take and, and Tom's corner, he's a really good guy. Um, so I think he won the trivia. Um and there were just other Star Wars games going on. Um, again, the food was amazing. Probably the best the entire week. Um, near the end of the... of, So you could take pictures. So they had this, this huge opening of you know characters come on the, the stage. I think we have a picture of that. All the different characters. And then the characters kind of spread across the entire room. And you could line up to take pictures of them. One other kind of comment, though, is a lot of us went up and, and lined up and took pictures. But the cards they gave us for those pictures didn't... Um, actually work. So a lot of us didn't get our pictures. So like my um, the Cool Cats, the CCIA Cool Cats, we took a picture with uh, Stormtroopers and um, we the picture we couldn't get the picture. We don't know where it is. We, we went to go look for it and it's not there. Um, my wife and her friend got a ton of pictures um, with uh, um, I mean they just got a ton of pictures. They were running around getting pictures like crazy. Um, and they got, I mean they got pictures with Darth Vader, they got pictures with Chewbacca, um, but then none of them are registered on the card they were given, so they couldn't get any of the pictures. Now, they did take some pictures with their cell phones and whatnot, too, but none of the actual official pictures they got. So, it was a... I don't know what the system was for that, but we just didn't get the pictures that we were supposed to get. And it seems to be a common thread with a lot of people I talk to about that. Um, What's the next thing that I have about this? Um, So... I, it was, it was really busy at the CCI party. There's a lot going on. So if you walked away for a minute, it was hard to find someone. It was hard to find your party because there is so much going on. Unless you were stationary, um, unless you found like a standing table, like a table that you could stand at, or if you were lucky enough to find uh, one of the couches, but there was only like two or three couches in the whole place. So um, they were kind of full when we got there. But what I'm trying to say is that it was kind of hard to find your party if you walked away and they walked away as well. Um, so like my wife and her friend were walking around like crazy um, doing all the, excuse me, doing all the, um, you know, the, the pictures with the, the characters, which was awesome for them. Um, but I couldn't find them half the time. And I'm walking around and um, I kind of spent a lot of time walking around uh, meeting people that I already knew um, or I only knew virtually. So, you know, there's there's different 
aspects, right? I tr- I try to take the the networking, the traditional networking path here, where you know, hey, we're at a social event. It's the one time of the year I'm going to see these people that I know. Either I know them physically, virtually, or I know of them, and this is the chance to meet them. So. Um, I was a little busy running into people I knew and talking for some time. So some people that I knew or I work with or I knew face-to-face and just kind of seeing them and saying hi. Uh, and then, you know, that's 20, 30 minutes and then you move on to the next group or whatever. It just kind of happens that way. Or I end up meeting people that I only knew virtually or knew me virtually and I didn't know them. And so we start talking and, and you know, it's 20 minutes later and then you're moving on again. And you're like, what was I doing? Um, oh, that's right. I was, getting, I was getting a drink or I was going to get that food or I was trying to find my wife. One of those options, right? Um, and so I was just talking a lot is really what it comes down to. Just like I kind of do on the podcast here. I talk a lot, right. Um, and, uh, just talking a whole bunch and I just didn't get any pictures. Um, now near the end, um, Steven, one of the, the CCI cool cats wanted to get a picture with all of us. So we went to go get our picture of the stormtroopers and it just didn't show up. So we went and we got in line and we waited for the pictures. I got the one picture done and then, um, it just didn't show up really, really well. Um, as I was walking through the, the CCI party though, a lot of people took pictures of me. They did selfies with me. Um, so if any of you are listening, I do not have those pictures. So if you would like me to add them to the show notes of, of this episode, you can send them to me. You can send them to feedback at zigbits.tech or you can tag me in Twitter or LinkedIn and I will take the picture from you that way too. Whatever works. Um, I only have a handful. I actually only have one picture from um, the CCI party of someone doing a selfie and I know I at least had a couple. I, I think I had like seven to 10 people want to do selfies at the CCI party. So if, if you do want your picture shown, on, on the show notes or you know whatnot, um, send them my way and we'll add them. If not, no biggie. Um, so I do have one. Um, I got a picture with uh, Dimitri, and I'm not going to pronounce his last name right. I think it's Figol, Figol, um, and then Sylvia uh, Spiva. Um, so if you don't know Dimitri and you don't know Sylvia, these are two people you definitely want to know, um, or at least follow them. Um, the picture I have, and I'll put it in the show notes, uh, Dimitri wanted to do a picture of us, thought it was great, uh, and Sylvia's photo bombing the picture. So it's quite funny. I don't know if she intended to do that originally. I think the three of us wanted to do a picture together, and it turned into um, her photo bombing the picture. So it's quite funny. It's, it'll be in the show notes. Um, and real quick, uh, Dimitri runs a network automation and orchestration live stream on twitch.tv. So if you're not familiar with twitch.tv, um, there are a lot of uh, video game or video gamers, I guess, um, will stream their games that they're playing on twitch.tv and they make a living. They're partnered with Twitch. Um, I'm a big nerd, so I watch a lot of people play games and I'm a big video game. I love I love gaming. So um, a lot of people are on twitch.tv playing games. Well, Dimitri changes this kind of um, stereotype, I guess, with Twitch twitch.tv and he actually streams automation so he'll do a project or he'll test something or pilot pilot something i mean you think of something he's probably got it going um i know this past weekend um or a couple weekends ago he did a stream on cisco and so which is i've never touched i haven't touched it yet on a, from an implementation perspective. So I think it's awesome. Um, I will have his link, his twitch.tv link in the show notes, but here it is too. It's twitch.tv slash D-M-F-I-G-O-L. That's D-M-F-I-G-O-L. All right. And, um, you know, check him. You can check him on Twitter too. Um, I do not have his Twitter name off the top of my head, but it's something similar. Um, and I'll put it in the show notes as well. And you can follow him. He, he always tweets when he's going to go live or when he's scheduling to do something. But it's, it's great. It's actually one of the best 
um, uses that I've seen from an IT person using um, Twitch.tv. I think it's an awesome idea. Um, and then Sylvia. Well, Sylvia, I can't talk enough about Sylvia. Sylvia is also someone that you should know of and and you should actually know. Given a chance, you should meet her. She's really an amazing person. Um, she is the Cisco DevNet community manager. She really has her hands in a lot of different public and social uh, things going on within the Cisco realm. Um, and honestly, she's just really just a great all-around person. Um, and very nice um, and she's just a great friend. So, um, just someone else to meet. You can always meet her. Um, she's very nice. Uh, and you can always get a selfie with her and she'll definitely jump up and get a selfie with you. Um, I have another, a whole bunch of other pictures from the CCI party. Um, and I will add them to the show notes. There's some pictures of me, some pictures of the stormtroopers, some pictures of all the cast on the stage. Um, and then some pictures of the ending of the CCI party where they came out in force, uh, probably about 12 or, uh, 16 stormtroopers walking around the, the, the CCI party, um, in, in ranks and ready to, uh, like arrest you or take you away. So it's quite interesting. Um, Enough about the CCI party. Hopefully you got that um, and all the the Star Wars force and whatnot with that. So it's it's pretty. I mean, they they kind of touched it, right? They got a right topic, I think, for us nerds and geeks out there. That uh, Star Wars is one of those topics. That I think the majority of our society, the majority of our community, not society, community, really really will attach to. So that that's a great uh, topic themed event for us for the CCI party. Um, the next big thing that I'm jumping into is the customer appreciation event or the CAE. So this is Wednesday night, right? Um, so Wednesday night was the, the customer appreciation event. And uh, this year they rented out Universal Studios. Not part of it, not half of it, the entire park. So the entire park was rented out. Um, now for us, it opened at 7 p.m. That was the official time. I know a number of us took a like an Uber early to get there at 6 or 6.30 so that we can get in line. But there's just a lot of people, a lot of people. Um, I think, and I don't mean to be negative here, I think the limiting factor with the theme park in general um, is there's just so much to do. You really have to choose what's most important to you. You really kind of have to decide, do I want to go on rides? Do I want to watch you know, a band play at the concert? Do I want to go eat some food? You know, What do you want to do the, the entire night, right? So... Um, I kind of break it down to, are you a thrill seeker? You know, do you want to go on all the roller coaster rides? Because you could, if you wanted to, you might not have time for the bands, but you could totally go on all the roller coaster rides. There's one of these rides, I forget what it's called, that goes straight up. Like legit, you go straight up. You're like, you're sitting, I don't know how to say this, vertically or horizontally, but you're literally sitting parallel to, your your back is parallel to the ground and you're looking at the sky and you go all the way up. Oop, I hit the microphone. So sorry about the feedback there if there was any. Um, you go all the way up to the sky and then you come straight back down. Quite intense. Um, I know some of my friends did it. I had wanted to do it and I just didn't get a chance to do it. Um, again, there's just so much to do. There's, uh, if you're into music and concerts, you could have just, uh, you could just have found a spot uh, to stand slash sit at all the different bands that are playing and performances that are going on. But you had Sam Hunt, you had Blue Man Group, you had Cake. Uh, I don't know the whole list. There's just so many things going on. And then you had the food. I mean, the food, everything was open and free. Um, so now there wasn't, it was like, predefined what what areas had food so you had to look at the the map they made it they made a a cisco live map um maybe map is the wrong word uh 
like a brochure that you get at, at these parks. They made like a Cisco Live version of it where all the different food places were going to be and what they had. So if you wanted something specific, you could go find it and have it. And again, you have to wait in line, but it's free. So it, it was quite interesting. Uh, the one negative here, again, is nothing against this customer appreciation event itself or the putting it on. Um, it rained. It, I mean, it didn't just rain. Um, so if it was just a little rain or just kind of mild rain, that that's fine, right? It's not a big deal. Um, it downpoured and it downpoured for a good 45 minutes to an hour. Um, and the group I was hanging out with at the time wanted to go to the Harry Potter area, the Hogwarts. So we were literally running from one side of the park to the other side of the park when the downpour started. Um, and we got soaked. I mean, literally soaked. Um, I mean, for the most part, most of us, we weren't going to, we weren't literally, or we weren't going to let the rain ruin our fun. I mean, it just, I mean, could you imagine being at a Universal Studios for free, every ride available, all the food available, and concerts, and you have three to four, I think it's four hours, but I think it closed at 11, um, and we got there at seven, technically. So you had four hours a free time to do all that stuff. I don't think any of us really going to let the rain get us, get us down, but it made it, it was, it was definitely hard to walk in the rain. So, and thankfully they gave us ponchos for free though. So if you went to any of the stores, whatever, they give you a poncho for free and you throw it on. Um, but by that time, I think the majority of us had already gotten soaked, like soaked so bad that it was, we were wringing out our shirts and everything. Um, but again, we still had a great time. Um, so the Harry Potter themed area was cool. Um, it really was cool. If you've never seen it before, I had never seen it before. I had been to Universal Studios years and years ago. Um, and when I graduated, uh, high school, we went, um, but that was years and years ago. And, um, this was very different than then. So it's great to see the, the Harry Potter area. Um, we also did a number of other rides that we had a chance to do. One of my favorites was the Simpsons ride. I'm a big Simpsons fan, so um, not that I watch it as much as I used to, but definitely loved the ride. It was a great ride. Uh, and then for dinner, uh, I'm a big chicken and waffles fan. Um, so if I find chicken and waffles, I pretty much have it wherever I'm going. And uh, and there's different ways of doing chicken and waffles. And um, one place had chicken and waffles sandwiches. So uh, that was amazing. It was it was really like... T- uh, icing on the cake that's probably not the right saying for this meal but it was really like the the last kind of item that really made the night amazing more amazing than it was it was already amazing but it really you really kind of made it even more amazing i like food so um yeah, so waffle sandwich, yum. Uh, chicken and waffle sandwich, yum, right? Um, after dinner, uh, we the group that I was with, we decided to check out Sam Hunt's concert before heading to the buses. So we, we you know, we found a spot to stand um, just for a few minutes, maybe 20, 30 minutes, and we listened to Sam Hunt doing a, Sam Hunt doing his concert. And honestly, it was a, it was a really good night. I mean, it was pretty good. Now, I will say that I'd never been to a customer appreciation event that was so, um, that had so many different options. A lot of the customer appreciation events I had been to were like set up as concerts in a venue and you had food and whatnot, but you really were there for the concert. You know, you, you couldn't do anything else. That's what you're there for is the concert. So it was really great to be in an environment to make the choices, but um, I should have had like, hey, these are the choices you need to make before you go and have a game plan before you go to the customer appreciation event because I just didn't realize how many things that were going to be there to choose from. Um so then uh, I did get the Cisco. So every every year um, at the customer appreciation event, you get the Cisco Live hat. 
Um, so it took us a while to find the Cisco Live hat, um, but we did find it, and I did take a picture, or my wife took a picture of me in the Cisco Live hat. It'll be in the show notes, so you can laugh and stare and point. You can print it out and use it as your dartboard picture, whatever you want. It's cool. I understand. Um, uh, so yeah, it, it's an interesting hat. Um, probably not my favorite hat, but it's, it's okay. It's, it's not bad. Um, you know, the years before that I have I had the cowboy hat that's like glittered all over it and shiny and, and has lights. And then the year before, I don't know, they had like the, I don't know, they have so many different hats. You lose track of all the hats, honestly, but the, I mean, it's not bad. I think at one point in time, I used the hat to, to dry my, myself off. Like I had water in my eyes. I used the hat to wipe the water out of my eyes or so it, it was a utility hat too for, for Cisco live at that night. So, um, now the final day, final night. So something that we did, um, my friend Stephen and I, and I mentioned Stephen a couple times. Uh, we decided to make a trip to. I'm not going to pronounce this restaurant's name right. Chai's, uh, Chai's, C H U Y S. Um, it's a Mexican restaurant, I would imagine. Um, is the and I don't know how to pronounce the word. So yay, um, for lunch. Um, and I find out as we go that it's uh, one of our friends, uh, Brad Edwards' favorite place to eat. Um, and we always like to give Brad a hard time. Um, Brad likes to give us a hard time too, and uh, he likes to give us. Oh, so there's a there's a running kind of story with Brad and, and Stephen and the group that we kind of hung out with a couple years ago. Um, about BGP questions. So um, a couple years ago in Vegas, um, Brad and us, we were all kind of drinking at the ice bar in Vegas. And uh, Brad had some corner case BGP questions that uh, um, he wanted to, to trip everyone on. Now, Brad used to work in TAC. So he used to work in Cisco TAC. Let me be specific, right? Um, so he used to work in Cisco TAC. And he saw these these specific corner cases in, in Cisco Tech. And so he always likes to ask people these corner cases. And, you know, so we're all there trying to figure these things out. Um, we're trying to brainstorm. Some of us bring up our laptops to bring up a lab, like a live lab at home or whatever, while we're in the bar trying to figure out this issue that Brad, Brad mentioned. So... Um, and every year, you know, if we get a chance, we like to uh, do something similar. It's kind of nice. This year, we just didn't get a chance to hang out with Brad that much. I think we're on different time, uh, different schedules, different timetables. Um, but so we we got to this place. It's Brad's favorite place, and we decided to take a picture and send it to him, kind of in spite. Um, he gave us a little uh, a little lashy on social media that we didn't invite him and we didn't bring him with us and um, and whatnot. But then uh, later that day, he went with uh, Vinay, um, uh, one of the other presenters, and they took a picture. And send it back to us. So I have those pictures in the show notes. Um, I could not find the picture of our food, um, but I did find the pictures uh, of the picture of our pretty faces, me and Stevens. So you can get that. And this is just what we do as nerds uh, at Summer Camp for Nerds. So um, those pictures will be in the show notes. Um, the food was amazing for the record. Never ate there before. Um, probably one of my favorite places to eat now and my wife's. They're, they have this um, uh, spicy... Um, Alfredo, it's not Alfredo sauce, but it's like a, a spicy a queso sauce. It's really good. It's really, it's not too spicy, but it's not, it's not like it's bland. It's a little spicy, a little kick to it. And we pretty much used it on everything. It's really good. It's awesome. Um, so those are some of the highlights of the things going on at Cisco Live uh, 2018 in the US in Orlando, Florida. Um, so let's go over some of the other things. So one of the things that I, I, I like to tell people is that, you know, I, I kind of treat it as a very busy week. I'm literally running and I, I mean running um, at times between customer meetings because I have customers there, uh, technical sessions, keynotes, 
the nightlife activities that I was kind of mentioning. Then there was also the world of solutions, the social hub, the social impact area, the certification lounge, engineering death match, uh, podcast recordings, podcast uh, listening sessions. Uh, I can't, there's more and more and more. I can't, I can't keep it all straight. It literally is. There's so much to do at Cisco Live every year. So, um, some of the highlights of the other stuff, right? And that so World of Solutions this year, pretty cool, honestly. I would say it's not as big as the last two years in Vegas, um, but still a lot of booths with a lot of cool um, products and and solutions for for customer problems. Um, it took me most of the week to to really get through all the booths and personally. Some people like to go there and get all the swag, all the different things that you can get. The you know, win the win the Raspberry Pi that's there for um, the event or whatever, um, or this gadget or that gadget. And while that's great and all, I really do try to read, watch, and, and take in each of the booths, uh, you know, products and services, um, whatever their solution is, and, and what the problem is they're trying to solve. Honestly, um, and, and it just spends some time when you do something like that, and you go, you attack it that way. It's it's very draining, and then it, it does take some time to do that. I will say I, I did spend a lot of time at the live action booth, um, understanding live NX and SX, uh, their live NX demo and their SX demo um just because live action i've always had a soft spot for live action so um the social hub right so the social hub is usually a place where you can find a seat you can chill for a few minutes check email do some work um that's kind of what the social hub is there's a lot of activities at the social hub this year um the other thing that happens here is the traditional networking talks again traditional networking not what we do for not building a layer three network or a layer two network the traditional networking where people talk to people face to face not in chat messages not in text not in the phone even face to face so this is where meeting people the first time happens um discussing things etc i know last year i had done a cisco live commercial here uh at the social hub for the social team. Um, this year was kind of neat. They added a number of things that you could play with, you could do. So they had like life-size um, kind of board games, but not all board games. So it was like battleships, the life-size battleship. So you could stand and do battleship with someone else on the other side and they couldn't see your board and you couldn't see their board. That was kind of uh, kind of fun. Connect 4, which I got. I got, I got a game. Catherine McNarama, uh, she just destroyed me at connect four legit i i was so shocked i hadn't played connect four probably since i was a kid honestly but yeah she's she's an awesome one i'm never going to challenge her to connect four again uh table tennis and just a number of other cool games um it's fun so i did find a picture of uh the social area but it's from the top kind of high level you don't see everything but you do see some of the um like sitting area, um, you do see where the social team sits. Uh, you see some of the bikes that people were having. And behind it, you see the big social hub screen. Um, and then behind there, you see, I think it's either the walk-in self-paced labs, um, Wisp labs or whatever, or it might be something else, but there's there's another area behind there. Um, but that that's the, the social area kind of. It doesn't really do it justice, in my opinion, of wordless solutions because the social hub was in wordless solutions um and it doesn't really do the social hub or social area um justice either because it's, you're missing the majority of it but that's the, that's the picture i could find and if i can find any other pictures I'll, I'll put it out there so everyone can see it 
The next, the next kind of area that's kind of a miscellaneous item, right? The certification lounge. I spent most of my free time, and I'm doing air quotes, and you can't see me. So, free time in the the certification lounge. For you that, for those out there that don't know what the certification lounge is, this is a lounge uh, within the world world of solutions, where anyone that holds a Cisco certified certification can hang out. Um, and a lot of us hang out here, honestly, it, it kind of is the place to hang out. You get some free drinks, free food in there too. Um, there's like a, a little area to get food and drinks to kind of keep it pretty, uh, refreshed most of the time, honestly. Um, and also there's a lot of, there, there's a lot of key players that kind of sit in there most of the time, most of the day and when they don't have anything else going on. So, and for me, um, I, I would plan to be there for like an hour. Um, or 30 minutes. And then my, I end up being there for three hours. Um, because it's like, you start talking to people, they start talking to you, people come up to you. And before you know it, two hours have gone by and you only needed, you only had 20 minutes to be there. So then you miss something. Right. But that, that's really what happens. And this again, is that, that, that traditional networking that I'm talking about. It's really talking to people, you know, in the industry. Um, and you'll see, there's another pictures that, that happened in the certification lounge. I took some pictures or I didn't take some pictures. There are some pictures taken of me. Um, I put some of them up here again. I don't have them all. So if some of you did take some pictures with us in the certification lounge, you would like them put up here, please send them to feedback at zigbits.tech. And that way we can add them uh, and we can see them. So, uh, the first picture I have is just a group of us, um, me, Tom Whaley, Jason Gooley, Daniel Dibb. Um, most of us were CCDs. Uh, Jason Gooley was the one that was kind of the odd man out, but he took the picture. Uh, he had the picture taken. And he said, hanging out with, with CCDs, uh, which was kind of cute or kind of funny on, on, on uh, Twitter. Um, but Tom, just so everyone knows, is one of 10 Cisco certified architects in the world, and he's a Cisco TSA. Uh, Jason, I know I kind of called him out that he's not a CCDE, but he is a, a, an outstanding person, uh, guy. He's a good friend. Uh, he's going after the CCDE. Um, he is a dual CCIE route switch and service provider. He's a Cisco Live presenter. Awesome session this year. Um, and uh, I'll be calling that out later. Uh, he's a Chinog organizer. Organizer. Well, I can't pronounce that word for some reason tonight. Organizer. There we go. Um, so if you're not familiar with Chinog or Chicago Network Operators Group or Chinog, um, he's one of the organizers for that. I think they they do a meetup once a year. I don't know their full-on schedule. Different than my place and what we do for Bosnog, but similar um, goal in the end of it all. He's also a Cisco TSA on the worldwide team. Uh, and then Daniel Dib, he is a CCIE and a CCD. So pretty high-level guys, pretty pretty high-level experts here. Um, Daniel and I studied together, and actually Jason and I studied together as well. Um, so you know we kind of met each other during our studies. Um, and Daniel does not work at Cisco. He currently works at Concia. That's safe. I'm probably pronouncing that wrong. In Sweden. And he's one of two CCDEs in Sweden, I believe. Um, and he's a network architect today. But we're all friends. We all hang out. Um, we get some pictures, and you'll see them in, in the kind of show notes. Um, further on, uh, Daniel Dib actually asked a bunch of us the last day of the conference to take a picture for his daughter. It was his daughter's sixth birthday. So there's a picture in the show notes for you to see the group that was there to get a picture uh, um, for his daughter. Um, then we got uh, a couple more pictures of uh, me and uh, David. Uh, David, I'm going to butcher your last name, man. I'm sorry. Uh, Penaloza. Penaloza. Um, David's a rock star, man. He, he, him and I started talking, uh, I don't know, it might have been a, a couple years ago. Um, 
right after I passed the CCDE because um, I think he was helping translate the CCDE or something. I don't know. But we started talking on social media. He's a social media beast. He's on there. He knows how to do the, the thing. And he was definitely taking a lot of selfies this, this year. Um, he is also working on the CCDE. You see, I think he actually just attempted the practical um, in May. And we're hoping he joins the CCDE ranks soon. Um, just so you know, uh, there's another, a, a few other pictures. I'm not going to go all of them. I will say that, you know, really meeting people is the key thing here. Um, you know, I got to meet a number of people from Robber Gods. Um, one of the guys, Tim Mech, I'm not going to pronounce your name, Tim. I'm going to try, man. I'm bad at this. It's, English is not my first, first language. Binary, man. We got to do binary. Um, Mick McConaughey. Yeah, probably that. Tim McConaughey. Um, he's a great guy. And I didn't realize he works for Cisco. So it was quite a shock to me. He's an NCE. So he's on the, the public sector. Or he's on the services team like I am as well. Um, and we plan to do a podcast in the near future. So, so keep an eye out for that. Keep an ear out for that. Um, and then I got a couple more pictures with like Scott Morris, Catherine McNamara, and this isn't necessarily me taking pictures of them. This is people coming up and wanting pictures of us. So um, these were not on my phones. It's they're on Twitter and whatnot. Uh, I got a picture again with Sylvia and the DevNet Zone having a good time. And then we found this picture. Um, I did not take it. Someone else did, but it's on Twitter um, of someone that has a haircut, a Cisco haircut. Um, see it in the show notes. It's quite interesting, quite motivated, actually. Not sure who it was. And if you, if this person happens to listen to this podcast, if you could send me a note, I would love it because that, that level of motivation is, is awesome. Honestly, it's, it's, um, it's really amazing. So send me a note if you're listening, I'd appreciate it. And then finally, I got a picture of, um, the engineering Deathmatch event this year. So, uh, again, every year I, I really try to focus and help out the engineering deathmatch, kind of support it as much as I can and whatever aspect I can do. Um, it can really get crazy at times with people cheering on different competitors, depending on the event. Um, if you recall, last year's was multiple design-focused events, and I was one of the engineering deathmatch judges um, with my with uh, Daniel Dib, actually, my buddy CCDE. So we actually did the judging of both, I think, of the engineering deathmatch sessions last year for design, um, and we had a blast. Uh, this year, um, they focused on... CCNP RNS questions. And the intent of this was a speed question challenge. I believe each contestant got asked 10 questions and they had to answer them. And however long it took them to answer them, um, that got recorded. If they took longer than two minutes, I think they were told to stop. So you really had to answer these questions very quick and they're CCNP RNS um, difficulty or, or level questions. Um, and I actually submitted, I think, 20, about 20, maybe 15, 20 questions um, to the Engineering Deathmatch team uh, for the contestants to answer this year. So I did so I did support it. I did find them in the social hub, take a picture of them. It's in the show notes. Um, I, I did not get to um, stay there the whole time this year because I had a lot of things going on, but I definitely at least um, hung out with them for a little bit and said hi. And got a picture. All right. So that's the the events um, in a nutshell, kind of that I'm calling out. I got the next topic is the sessions that that different session buckets that I wanted to articulate for everyone that I find might be helpful for you. Um, and then the keynotes and this is kind of a summary. So um, quickly checking how long this has been. 49 minutes. Wow. All right. So yeah, just quickly checking how long this has been. It may not actually be 49 minutes. I'm going to start a little early, but um, I'm definitely long winded today. So. 
Um, the technology sessions I have here kind of fall into different buckets, I would say. Um, and I'm not listing every single one of them. I'm really calling out the ones that I think are the best of the best of the best, in my opinion, for the different buckets. So, um, I would say studying for your CCIE route and switch, as most people are probably starting with that one. The majority of the community starts with route switch CCIE. Doesn't mean everyone does. I'm saying the majority. Um, so I have a number, I think I have four sessions here that I'm going to list off that really kind of fall in that bucket. And in my opinion, are really key sessions for the CCIE route switch. Um, and then the next section is really kind of key technology sessions for the future. So these are the key technology sessions that I went to, but I think that really kind of set up your thought process for the future, the coming future changes that are going to happen within this industry. So, um, so that's, that's kind of how I divided the two buckets. So the first bucket in the first session, um, by far the best technical session I have seen in a very, very long time. Um, troubleshooting OSPF, the session ID is BRKRST-3310. Um, the presenter is Nicholas Russo, who most of you probably should know by now. He is, he is definitely becoming an icon in this industry. Um, and I would throw him in that bucket as an icon, definitely. He's a good friend. Um, he's a dual CCIE route switch and service provider. And then he's also a CCE. Um, and he's written a couple books. I, uh, he's written one book. I don't know if he's written a second book yet. He wrote the, uh, uh, his own book, um, CCIE um, SP version four um, kind of study guide, not Cisco Press. He wrote it out and he published it. It's a great book, honestly, one of the best. But back to the session. So um, the way he does this, I'll ask this question. And really, this is the question that kind of tells you if you can do this or not. Can you draw a network diagram from having access to one router in an OSPF configured network? That's the question. If you answer no, watch this session. If you answered yes, you don't necessarily need to watch this session. I think you'll get it, but I would say watch the session still. I mean, you'll, you might learn some new stuff from, from Nick. Nick does an outstanding job. Um, he really does. Uh, he hands down the best technical presentation of OSPF I've ever seen. And probably one of the top three technical presentations I've ever seen. Um, Topic unknown, right? Topic uh, agnostic, whatever. Um, and I, I, I've, I've been saying this for a while. He really is setting the bar of how technical presentation should be done in the future. So, if if OSPF is one of those things that that you need to to learn, speed up on. What's the word I'm looking for? Get spun up on. Is that the right word? Understand. I mean, again, one device, one router, and an OSPF configured network. Can you draw the diagram? And if you can't, watch the session definitely. Um, there's that one. The next one's uh, troubleshooting ISIS. Uh, that uh, the session ID is BRKRST-3302, and that's with presenter Brad Edgeworth, systems engineer. Um, he obviously Brad. Brad does a lot of I think a lot of sessions every year. Um, he had done some IWAN sessions in the last couple years, um, and I think he had a couple other sessions as well this year. But again, kind of filling this the studying for your CCI bucket. And Brad's a great presenter, honestly, hands down, great presenter. So if you need some help with ISIS. Uh, IS-IS, however you want to word it or articulate it. Um, download this session, stream it, watch it. Um, and, and then obviously you can reach out to him on, on the socials for any kind of guidance or help um, if you have any questions. Um, another great session. The next person session 
another icon in, in my opinion. Um, in this session, I've, I've seen it multiple times. Um, I did not go to it this year, but it is one of my favorite sessions. Multicast troubleshooting. The session ID is BRK IPM-2264. The presenter is Denise Fishborn, also known as Fish, and she's a solutions architect at Cisco. Um, and, and honestly, in my opinion, Fish is one of those icons in my life. So, Maybe she's not in yours, but definitely one of the icons in this industry by far. She's been in this industry a lot longer than most, um, and she really kind of sets sets the stage for a lot of things. And and the way she teaches multicast and troubleshooting multicast is mind-blowing, honestly. Multicast is one of those issues for me, one of those technologies that, that was always hard for me to get. Um, and then also, I don't do it on a day-to-day basis, or I never did do it on a day-to-day basis. So... Um, you know, re- reinforcing that and going to a multicast troubleshooting session with her teaching it, you really learn it. Honestly, you really learn it. It, it, it really gets in there. Um, you, 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 you've, um, what's the word? You, you soak it in. It's like you're a sponge. You're able to soak it in the way she teaches it and you can actually learn multicast. So if you're troubleshooting, if not troubleshooting, if you're having problems with multicast in terms of learning it and understanding it, download that session uh, and download the, the stream, the video, whatever you want to do, whatever, however you learn, but definitely I would, I would down, I would watch the video because she's going to teach that um, the way that she teaches it. And it's by far one of the best ways. The last session I'm going to mention in this bucket, again, we're doing the studying for your CCI route switch is um, VRF, MPLS and MP. BGP fundamentals. So that's VRF, MPLS, and multi protocol BGP fundamentals. That's session ID BRKCRT 2601. Uh, and that's the presenter's Jason Gooley, my good friend Jason Gooley. Uh, again, he's a TSA, Technical Solutions Architect at Cisco. Um, so again, these are, these are core technologies that you need to know for your route switch. Uh, CCIE. So if you need help with VRFs, MPLS, and multi-protocol BGP, these are the fundamentals that you need to know. Uh, I would go to this session. I would download this session. I would just watch it, honestly. Uh, so those are the four key sessions for your, your CCI route switch journey. Uh, moving on to the key technology sessions for the future. And I have three here. I'm going to kind of go through them kind of quick. Um, so uh, let, me, let me state this first, though. So my personal technology focus for Cisco Live this year was um, was for me more around what my customers trying to do at Cisco. Um, and so I try to tailor what my technology focus is every year to what my customers are trying to do. Well, this year I was focusing on end-to-end solutions or end-to-end architecture, that, that end-to-end picture. Um, so the, the three presentations I'm going to list here are really around the end-to-end architecture or the end-to-end picture. So here we go. Uh, presentation number one is securing your network from the desktop to the cloud with end-to-end segmentation. That gives you that end-to-end picture. You see what I'm saying? It's desktop to the cloud, end-to-end segmentation. The session ID for that one is BSO GEN-2001. Uh, actually, BSOGEN-2000 or 2000. I thought it was 2001. I was wrong. It's 2000 or 2000. Um, the presenter is Victor Moreno, and I'm going to, I probably pronounced his last name right or wrong. Uh, one of the best sessions. Again, I'm trying to, we're trying to come to a point for my customer to come up with end-to-end architecture plays where we can kind of take these different fabrics and kind of tie them together. You know, you got a fabric in your access, you got a fabric in your cloud, you got a fabric in your data center, a fabric in your WAN. How do you take those fabrics and mesh them together or merge them or, you know, 
provide the end-to-end segmentation. So that that's where we're at. So that's what I was trying to look at there. Um, the next one is building the vision, design and benefits of the end-to-end Cisco policy-based network architecture. Uh, session ID is BRKARC-2015. Presenters are John Barton, who's a systems engineering manager, and then Gerald Howell, who's a CSC at Cisco. Um, so this session... Policy-based network architecture. So this was something that was key to me because um, moving forward in the future, um, everything's going to be session-based slash group-based um, security, in my opinion. So uh, trying to be vendor agnostic, right? We're talking a lot about Cisco Live and whatnot. But again, session-based security and group-based uh, security is vendor agnostic terms. There's multiple solutions that do that out there. And on the Cisco front, it's Cisco ICE. But still... Being vendor agnostic, the intent here is how do you do policy-based network architecture? How, how, how does that work? And it's end-to-end. Remembering, it's end-to-end. How do you maintain that, that group or session security in the different fabrics that we're talking about? So that's why I went to that session. Gr- great session. If you, want, if you have those same concerns about end-to-end architecture, end-to-end solutions, uh, you could you know, stream that session too. The last session is building an end-to-end policy-driven secure hybrid cloud DC architecture. So we're talking about a hybrid cloud. I, I, I thought this was a good session as well. The session ID is BRKSEC-2980. And the presenter is David Jansen, who is a distinguished, distinguished systems engineer at Cisco. Um, so again, all three of these sessions really kind of tied into my technology focus for Cisco Live, which was an end-to-end solution architecture picture. Um, if that is something that you guys are looking to do too, definitely take a take a look at those sessions. They'll help you, I think. And, and if not, then hey, let me know and I can give you some other sessions to look at. So those are the technical sessions for Cisco Live this year. The keynotes, kind of one of the last items I'm going to talk about. Uh, this year, the keynotes, in my opinion, were okay. Um, not the best, not the worst, Okay, right in the middle. Um, and I, I got to say this because last year's keynote at Cisco Live US 2017 in Vegas was by far one of the best was one of the best keynotes in my opinion. Um, it really set the bar high, and I just don't think this year's keynotes really met that level that level this year. So, um, and I've received similar feedback from both customers and internal employees at Cisco as well. So it's not like it's my opinions the. Um, is the the only one? It's not, I'm not the um, I'm not the only one thinking this. It's it seems to be kind of a common um, viewpoint that I'm I'm seeing when I talk to some people about this. So it was you know it, again it was okay. It wasn't the best. Wasn't the worst. Um, you can always take a minute and watch it. Take a couple minutes and watch it. Um, the Cisco Live or Cisco Live has put them all uh, all the keynotes from this year into a playlist, um, and I'll have the link in the show notes. Um, I can say it on the screen on the podcast as well, but it's a long link. So um, it'll be in the show notes. It's ciscolive.com slash us slash attend slash about slash daily dash highlights. And it's the first playlist on the top page. Um, again, I'll have that in the show notes to make it easier. But yeah, so that's the keynotes. So that that's that's it, man. That that's it. So this is there's I guess my my kind of follow-up here is Cisco Live is becoming an event where there's just so many different things for you to do. There's so much stuff. Um, so many things that you can fit your time in. Um, it, it, you, you can actually fit in... Sorry, let me just stop for a minute. Um, so my brain is working too fast. My lips can't keep up. So um, Cisco Live just has so much stuff, options, things to do. And there's no, there's not enough time to do it all. So you have this problem at Cisco Live where you're just not going to be able to do everything that you want to do. 
It's just not going to happen. I think this is why a lot of people stop doing the full pass now. They, they go from the full pass to more of the social option or the imagine pass or whatever they do. Um, the, the imagine pass is new this year, um, FYI. And it's kind of like the social pass, in my opinion. Um, it's not the party pass. It's like the social pass. But the intent, you know, so if you're going to focus on technical sessions, like I like to, I like to do some technical sessions, you know, you have to have the full pass to do the technical sessions. But I think a lot of people have stopped doing the technical sessions because they can get them on, on demand. So they spend the time doing the other things that they can't do on demand after Cisco Live. Um, but there's just so many things that you can do at Cisco Live. It really makes it hard to do everything. So you really have to prioritize. So every year before Cisco Live happens, I do my Cisco Live um, kind of prep show, whatever you want to call it. Um, and I give you what I think you should prioritize or how you should prioritize um, that week. If you're going for a design, there's a design show every year I do. If you're going for, you know, um, technical sessions, I list off the technical sessions every year that you should do. If you're going for, you know, non-technical sessions and, and other stuff, I'll start listing that stuff off now because there's just so much stuff for you to do, so many events, so many things to focus on. You really need to have a plan every year, in my opinion. So some of the other stuff that I did, just FYI, I met with a lot of customers, uh, my customers, my my peers' customers. Um, they were there at Cisco Live, so getting a chance to kind of cross, um, cross uh, divide, I guess, now cross mingle with other customers was awesome. Um, I did a few Cisco Live knock tours with some of my customers, which I thought was pretty cool, pretty sweet that we even offer that. I didn't know we offer that within Cisco. Um, and as always... If anyone has any questions, comments, concerns, you can send them my way. Um, this has been great. Um, I hope this is useful to you. Um, as always, if you have any feedback, you can send it my way at feedback at zigbits.tech. You can always um, comment on, on the show notes. Uh, today's show notes will be at zigbits.tech slash 31. Yeah, we're at 31. We're, we're gaining speed. We're definitely gaining speed. Hey friends, nerds, geeks, and ziglets, that's going to close out this episode of the Zigbits Network Design Podcast on Cisco Live US 2018, and it's a recap. Thanks for listening. Be sure to visit zigbits.tech to join the conversation and access the show notes. Today's show notes will be at zigbits.tech slash 31. If you liked today's episode, if it inspired you, resonated something within you, or provided a level of real-world context, let us know. You can find us on all of the socials, that's Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook, by searching for ZigBits. You can also send us an email to feedback at zigbits.tech, and I will remind you, I read them. It might take me a couple days to read them, because I have a full-time job, but I will read them, and I will reply. Um... <laughs> Don't forget to join us in two weeks for another episode where we will continue to provide you with a real-world context around technology. Bye for now.